When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, welcome to the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And today we've got Joey Gallant. And I'm sorry, I just had to say that I've been watching The Sopranos lately, and I love this guy's accent. But <laughs> we got Joey Gallant here. He is I Am God of Law of Assumption on all of his handles, and that is the acronym. So we'll make sure to give you all the info by the end of this. But Joey, thank you so much for being here. I love your content. So I'm excited to pick your brain and figure out all of the things <laughs> that you do and how we can help everybody who's listening, you know, live the life of their dreams. So thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. It is 100% a pleasure. It is an honor to be here. And I'm looking forward to the discussions or any questions that come up during this uh during the session <laughs> love it so okay so, so you know we did have i did have a uh, one other law of assumption person on here and absolutely loved their their work and i think a lot of people who were listening to the flip side like you know most of the time we were talking to like maybe some tarot readers some mediums and i feel like it was time to introduce the concept of like law of assumption because you know the listeners know about law of attraction, but I'm just excited to kind of like, you know, bring more interest into this subject because not only has it changed my life just from like the basics of what I know, you know, so it's like, I'm really excited to bring more awareness to the subject and how people can change their life with the law of assumption. And that's why I definitely wanted you on here today. And so I wanted to ask first, you know, like, how did you start this work and, and how did you either stumble upon it or what brought you here? Well, I first started by learning about law of attraction. I don't really differentiate um, in the sense of like labels. Okay. Um, I've always been one of those types of people that manifestation is just manifestation, whether I'm taking the mentality of the law of attraction or law of assumption, whichever, which, um, I've viewed as just manifestation. I first learned about manifestation back in uh, 2011 when I was 14, I was dealing with a lot of, uh, let's say a lot of mental abuse, uh, a lot of resistance, a lot of fear within myself. I had a really poor self-concept. And uh, I had a lot of unpleasant thoughts involving my will to live on this earth. Mm -hmm. And I remember on one night in particular, it was over the summer, freshman year in high school, I remember that I was just at the bottom of the barrel. And uh, I was in the bathroom. It's like 1, one thirty in the morning. And I remember I had a really sharp butcher's knife to my throat. And I was ready to just uh, kind of end it all. And I had a little voice in my head at the time. I wasn't sure what it was. I now know that that was my inner source basically communicating me directly through the form of words. And it was pretty much letting me know that there's a life worth living and there's so much more for you to accomplish. And um, I felt an impulse to put down the knife. Boy, did I get in trouble in the morning. <laughs> um, but I, felt that, I felt the impulse to um, put that knife down 
and um, I took myself into my bedroom. It's like 1.30 by this point. I go on YouTube. I'm up until like 4 in the morning. And the first video that I see on YouTube, now this was just absolutely extraordinary for me because, like I said, I've never been involved with Man of Station or anything spiritually related before this point. And the first video I seen on my algorithm was is a video called the title The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Greg Braden. It was about a 28-minute video. If you guys want to search it up, it's a very informative video. I watched that video. I was like, oh, what is this? Like, I've heard of the term subconscious mind, but I wasn't aware. Watched that video until like 4 in the morning. <laughs> and um, ever since then, when I would go on YouTube, I would see all these recommendations for like different videos from Greg Braden. And, and then that led me down the path of learning about all things manifestation, all things spiritual, teachings that predate the Bible, teachings that come after the Bible, Egyptian times-based teachings, modernized day um, teachings, and everything in between. Years, years, years later, 29, no, excuse me, the beginning of 2020, January, I think it was 17th, I was dealing with some stuff with an individual, SP. Yeah. <laughs> as I'm sure you guys could um, I was in the process of manifesting this person back, utilizing the law of attraction. Going to work for this person too. And then I come across a video by Joseph Ally, who, if you guys know him, he's very heavily influenced, influenced excuse me, by Neville Goddard mm. and law of assumption as a whole, etc. Watched the video by him. And that introduced me to the concepts of Neville Goddard's teachings, the law of assumption. And then from there, just kept bouncing from person to person, book to book, speech to speech. And I kept on applying, 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 applying until it's gotten to the point where, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's my life now. It's who I am. It's what I do. It's what I teach. I teach manifestation, law of assumption, law of attraction, etc. And um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it seen a lot of improvements in my life that I never thought would be possible many, many years ago, but I'm very grateful for how everything turned out. Right. I'm, and first off, I'm so happy. Really, uh... No, no, no. Don't apologize. That was a beautiful introduction into everything that you do in your journey to find, you know, yourself here. And I mean, first off, I want to say, I'm also very glad that you t put that butcher knife down. And um, like, it's it's crazy because I feel like your experience with the video popping up, I remember I was in a very dark space right before I found, um, I believe the first person I listened to was Abraham Hicks. So it was just like law of attraction start. And then that's, you know, kind of the same thing. It led me to all these other people, all these other teachings, but it's so crazy how, it, and it's hard to know in the moment, but we always can look back and see, wow, that tower moment, what on earth was happening? And it's it's so interesting how this happens to so many different people. It's like you have to get to that really, really dark space where you have to know some sort of contrast. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, like I understand <laughs> why I was in this dark space. Like it's so weird how yeah. that happens. Yeah. And it it's is. all a part of that polarity, I guess, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting how it happens. It's like you're in a dark space, or in my case, I was in a dark space, and it's like, but I'm grateful for exactly how it turned out. You know, it's yeah. kind of like 
in 2019, some stuff was happening with uh, me and my SP. And uh, through my crappy conception of self, among other things, I unconsciously manifested her away, like out of my reality. And I was already aware of the law of attraction, like I said. Um, and most people, not to compare and contrast here, but most people, they view it as a negative thing. But I viewed it as a positive thing. And I was very grateful for it because if that didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have learned about the law of assumption as quickly as I did. Mm. It was through me manifesting her way that caused for me to manifest a video involving the law of assumption that was basically one big old upgrade to the entirety involving the processes of manifestation etc because it was from there i learned about everybody's yourself pushed out and so on and now i just live my life by involving the mentality of the law of assumption and it's such a smooth sailing ride <laughs> It's crazy because I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of backstory too, then because your story, it's, it's similar to mine too. It's like I didn't know any of this stuff, and I think I had also unconsciously pushed someone away that at the time I really cared about, and I was so confused. I didn't understand what on earth I had done. I, there wasn't anything concrete or like tangible to be like, wow, I did something to push this person away. It was just like a, you know, it was the the universe doing its thing. And at the time I was so sad, but again, like you said, you wouldn't be in the place that you are today. And it's kind of like this, you know, in order to, to teach people this kind of stuff, it's like, this is why I love talking to law of attraction, law of assumption coaches. Cause it's like, we've learned through failure, <laughs> but it's not even a failure. You know, it's just learning from the opposite uh, intention because then you guys are really, really good at understanding and not putting all that weight on the bad thing happening yep. so therefore more good things are happening at absolutely. all times absolutely and you know i want to make this clear too just for everybody listening you know as much as you know us teachers coaches whatever you want to call us right have good self-concepts great self-concepts excellent proficient whatever word we're going to use here right we still get triggered <laughs> i still get triggered. your favorite coach i guarantee gets triggered Everybody gets triggered, but it's how it's how you respond to it is what really matters. You always, I always teach people, my clients included, there's always going to be a choice that you have to make in the present moment involving whatever you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And you always have a choice to either be the reactor or the responder. Mm -hmm. And the only one that's going to be able to decide that is you. Yeah. And the self-confidence you're in will influence that. That's why it's so key to be working with so you make those decisions in a much more beneficial way but you always have power of choice on your side always that's so powerful it's like in anything that we do we have the power of choice and i think that's where a lot of people get stuck in their life is through the lack of acknowledging or maybe even knowing on a conscious level that you have choice because you just think everything's yes. like happening to you so for anybody listening who wants to like you know, work on that self-concept and work on getting into this stuff. Say they're, they, they're just kind of beginning their journey. Like where would you recommend starting for, for somebody like that? Or, you know, what would the, be the best process in your mind to get people to like be gentle with themselves, but also, you know, learn in the process? Oh, this is, this is one of my favorite questions. Uh, thing involving anything related to manifestation self-improvement etc is clarity that's the first step in my opinion when it comes 
comes to anything involving just life as a whole. It's very important because unfortunately this doesn't get talked about enough within the manifestation community. Um, it does, but it doesn't on a hardcore level. And a lot of times people aren't being clear with who they want to be, how they want to feel, you know, what they want to experience are. And it's very important that for anybody that's new to this, anybody that wants to manifest something manifests like a change in self. It's important that you're being clear about what it is that you'd like to change. Meaning you need to be clear about what your limiting beliefs are. Um, limiting thought processes are, you need to be clear about what it is you'd like to experience. I always suggest being clear about how you want to feel so that you can manifest feeling that way when you have the experience as well as just being just being clear overall clarity is the key because through that form of clarity you'll be able to manifest accurately you'll be able to manifest precisely with 100 accuracy you won't get that wish-washy crap you know what i'm saying you won't get that potential hot cold crap you may depending on where your self-concept's at but for a lot of people when you're at that level of deep deep clarity within yourself it's kind of like it's no longer what does joey want to experience it's what does god your inner source want to experience mm. and when from perspective you need to and to all the guys listening is that god doesn't view through the lens of fear doubt worry anxiety depression or anything of that nature that is all the ego and subconscious and you're not your mind at the end of the day god is is more than your mind so when you learn to get clear from your god self-based perspective uh, you know for lack of a better word here it's a game changer like i've helped so many people get clear about what they want to experience involving let's say an sp mm -hmm. that they didn't even know they weren't even aware of but all it takes is just you connecting with your inner source gain that clarity and it's almost as if to wrap it up it's almost as if when you're at that level of clarity you instantly feel a little good about it it feels believable it feels you feel connected to it um it feels a little natural right off the bat before mm -hmm. you even evolved with the repetition and, and all that stuff because it goes back to that that truth of god doesn't doesn't know resistance god doesn't know fear or anything of that nature that's just how I interpret it based on my own experience. No, I like that because I think a lot of people and myself included, when you're trying to manifest something, it's almost like I've gotten trapped in the whole like, okay, I'm working on maybe like a few things at once. So like as an example, like three different paths I could be taking, but I'm not necessarily clear yeah. like with what exactly I want. Like each, each one is pretty good, but like- I don't know. And so I've noticed that when I was in those states, like the things that would come in my life, it's like one would go up and like the other one would just crash down. And it's like, God's trying to show you, like, you need to pick, like, you need to figure this out. And really I'm speaking from like job experiences right now because like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. get clear people. <laughs> it's so beneficial. I've been through that so many times in my life. Like I remember when I was in high school, I was like, um, you know, I'm going to be a psychologist, you know, so I studied psychology for a little bit. And then I'm like, nah, forget this, man. 
I'm gonna be a hip hop artist. So then for like four, <laughs> literally for four years, I started, I was heavily involved with the, the music scene. I actually still have the channel up um, with all my songs on it. I lost access to the account, like the password and all that. So they're just roaming out there. So I was doing music for like four years, but then I'm like, nah, this ain't it either. This ain't it either. This isn't because I, w I wasn't being consistent with it. And I automatically knew that because I wasn't being consistent with it, it wasn't really what I wanted. Mm. So then I dug in myself and I'm like, okay, what, what the hell do I want? What do I want to do in life? And the thing that kept coming up was helping people, changing people for the better. So then that's when, uh, you know, that's when God led me to the coaching scene and the mentoring, teaching and all that. And I've been doing that ever since for the past going on three years now. And it's been more successful than any, and as well as a social media influencer and um, like motivational speaker, that type of thing. And it's like been branching out. And I've had more success with this than anything else involving anything I've ever done in my life um, in terms of like career, et cetera. So that's how I knew that that's, that's what it was. Um, but that I don't think that would have happened if I didn't get clear mm -hmm. on a deep, intimate level. I don't think God would have led me to um, experiencing this. Like, I think I impressed my mind and God obviously heard my prayer of clarity involving what I want to do and who I want to be you know that's really good because I think I still will find myself so I was in fashion for like seven years maybe a little longer I don't even know and like every time I would go to work I was just miserable but like nothing was really happening to me I was just like I thought I loved this like I went to college for it I did all this stuff I was like on that track you know and so I was like oh like I spent so much time doing this like there's no way I can get out of this now and um, I was just starting to notice that like something very internal was going on because I was like, there's absolutely no reason I should be depressed right now. Like it, there's something right. going on. So it, it is that clarity. And like, I remember when I, oh, it was a cosmic joke too, because I got extra uh, free time, but it was January, 2020. And I was like, I'm putting in my two weeks. <laughs> and then like the pandemic hit anyway. So I had two years. So it was like, it was just funny. And now I'm in events. So, and, and doing this, which I, I totally understand the whole, like helping people thing, like regardless yeah. of, you know, I love, I've loved people in general, like working with people and I never would have expected to do a podcast, but it's just kind of funny how you get led into whatever you're supposed to do with that clarity of like, you know, I like X, Y, and Z. Right. Yeah. And it's, and the thing is, the beautiful thing is when you're clear about what you want on an intimate level within yourself, right, is when you like tap into that clarity involving exactly or something of its likeliness of who you want to be, what you want, it will actually reduce you focusing on the how, the when, or the circumstances or anything like that, because you know what the end result is, that deeply desired end result, like I tell people all the time, it's, it's, it's terminology that I've used and presented time and time again. People say live from the end. Mm -hmm. I say live from the deeply desired end because there's different ends. You can live from the end of getting a text. But, but I know that when you're manifesting an SP romantically, that that's not going to necessarily guarantee the whole relationship. Mm -hmm. It will guarantee the text communication for sure, but manifestation is perfect. You impress the mind of getting a text. You're going to be led across a series of events to get that text. 
but there's no guaranteeing that it's going to automatically guarantee you're going to be growing old with this person. Mm. So that would be an example of, of just one end. Me personally, I'd define that as being ego-based end, but that's fine. Listen, I'm not saying this to you guys to scare you or anything. I'm just giving my opinion. I find that dwelling from the deeply desired end, from your God self, now that's where the magic happens. That's where it's like, okay, we don't need to focus on the how, the when, the circumstances. We don't need to really indulge these triggers anymore because we know that we're going to experience that end result in some way, shape, or form. And everything in the middle is going to get taken care of in a beautiful, miraculous way. So that's why I always say it's 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 better to to be clear than to just rush in and be like, okay, I want this person to come back. And then you just start over-focusing on affirming in things like, for example, SP is back, SP is back, SP is back, SP is back. When you know that you desire something more, mm. you know? That's really good we- advice. That's really yeah, good think, advice. Yeah. <laughs> I think the discipline aspect of things is really the mindfulness and discipline is really where it comes into play because um, in my line of work, um, I've found that there's not a lot of people that really are disciplined involving their ego. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ego is going to play a factor in your life. Just like Jim Carrey says, ego will play. I mean, fear will play a factor in your life, but you get to decide how much. And unfortunately, a lot of people allow their ego to control them and they lack self-discipline and mindfulness when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yep. I can even, so throughout my journey or whatever, um, I feel like my ego, it's funny because now I'm super aware of when it's talking to me, but it doesn't mean that Same. it's like not an asshole to me, you know? Yeah. No, you you can you could train yourself. Like I have a tool, a technique. My clients is called, it's called I call it befriending the ego. Love it. Where, yeah, and you know you can train your ego to be your biggest supporter. Like for me, at one point when I was manifesting my SP, you know, and I would get those little subtle thoughts of like, oh, what if she's with someone type of deal, right? Right. Usually, mo- like most people, not to compare here, but most people, they'll they'll drown themselves in that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like my my ego is like, like I may have that thought pop up, and is and then the first thing that falls, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? She's yours, bro. That that's your girl. That's your wife. What you mean? And I know that that's my ego to me. Because it's a very, very conscious related thing. I've saturated, like I've, I've had a lot of conversations with my ego. Yeah. And I, I do, I have trained it to kind of um, support me in those times of worry, as opposed to automatically feeding my head up with these lies like, oh yeah, they don't want you. It's like, <laughs> just, <keep up. laughs> and it's like, no, we get on that. <laughs> No, see, okay. I think I'm, I think I'm further that I'm giving myself credit for, you know, with that kind of stuff, because it, it is true. It's like after like my ego will say something to me where it's like, oh no, like that can't be, that can't be true. And then it's like, no, that is true. Like I'm freaking awesome. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it's always that back yeah. and forth. So I gotta, I gotta train it a little bit more because, yeah. you know, it should be nicer in the beginning, but it's okay. You know, we're working on it. It's it. It, it takes it takes discipline, mindfulness, pr- practice. Practice makes perfect. 
Right. <laughs> okay, so I want to switch I want to switch the boat to to SP really quick. So for those of you listening um and her who are maybe not as into the lingo in this space, SP is specific person. And so um you know, we're kind of already talking about it and like giving, you know, good advice for people to just not get tripped up on that ego. But mm-hmm. when somebody is manifesting you know, their specific person. And I like how you said that just the text thing is a bit of an ego, you know, centered kind of want because I'll get on TikTok and luckily it doesn't happen that much anymore. But it's like for the longest time, it was like all of my TikTok feed was like how to get a text from this person, how to get a text from this person, how to get a text from this person. It's like, yo, like I'm not trying to be texted (laughs) right now, you know, like... (laughs) So when somebody's creating right. that, like, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> sorry, I think it cut off for a second. Um, but when somebody's like trying to manifest a specific person, thinking of that growing old thing, you know, together, whatever it is that you want to get clear on and whatever you want, like, what's a good place to start there too? Is it kind of what we've already touched on or what is the best way to go when something involves another person when it's not just all based on you? I always suggest, and this is one of my go-to tools that I suggest to pretty much pretty much most of my clients, to be honest, as well as myself, because this is something that's benefited me. And it, I've never seen it fail for someone. That's why I always suggest it. But I always suggest just get yourself into a very calm space of mind. Get yourself into that lucid, trans-like state. Like, you want to get yourself so calm to the point where you could just knock out and take a nap fam that's how relaxed you are because when you're in that place the ego is very much um shut down it's kind of similar to right when you're drifting off into sleep and when you're in this place you can think of it like the gates are wide open beyond the gate god subconscious whatever you want to call it and make a list of all the things you want to experience for the most part with your specific person how you want them to feel, how you want yourself to feel being with them, maybe the type of house you'd want to live in, how many kids you want to have, right? Um, And just get clear. I always say be generally specific. So you could be general in the sense of like, okay, you want to live in in a beautiful lakeside house. Your mind already knows that that type of house would look fantastic because of what you see in movies. Nobody ever go and tell me that they see a lakeside house that don't look nice. (laughs) So... (laughs) You'd be general in that sense, <laughs> but then you could be specific in the sense of like how it would feel mm-hmm. living with this person in this house. You know what I'm saying? And you make a list of all the things that you want to experience. So if you desire like marriage, for example, you make a list or um, you, you don't even have to just make like a bullet pointed list as, as an example. You can make like a story, whatever way you want to go about it. Like, like, okay, you desire marriage with this person. What does that marriage look like to you? Mm-hmm. And, and I always I always find that on the first time, I always got to tell people, they always end up making two lists because most people, they don't get it all out. They're still coming yeah. from ego because they'll, they'll share with me three things like commitment, love. And I'm like, no, you need to dig deep. What does that commitment mean to you? What does that love mean to you? How does that feel? What is your what do you want your person to experience? Because, you know, everybody's yourself pushed out, of course. For anybody that's listening to this that isn't resonating with that, totally fine. Just just um, my opinion of what I think is true from experience. But everybody is yourself pushed out. So when you're clear about the specifics on what you want to experience, 
excuse me, and that's why I recommend creating this list. So you create this list, you're clear about everything. Now, from there, you create a couple of key from the end blanket statements, ask formations or affirmations, like very simply put, me and my person have the most amazing marriage of my life. Now, when you every time you affirm that in, your mind's automatically going to start thinking about the stuff that you took time to get clear about. So you, you're affirming in your mind, oh, me and my person have an amazing marriage. Boom, commitment, love, passion, great lovemaking, a beautiful house, children, et cetera, et cetera. So you don't need to focus on all these middle related things. You don't need to affirm in things like, oh, me and my part. Like some people will affirm in things like, me and my person have the most committed, amazing, passionate, text-filled relationship of my life. And it's like, you don't need to, you don't even need to keep it short, keep it simple, keep it to the point because your mind already knows all the other things that you want to experience because you already took time to get clear about it. Does that make sense? That does. That's funny to me too. Cause it's like, for some reason in our lives, we've like, I guess because people are so bad at texting myself included sometimes it's like it's like we've equated that with like one of the big like parts of the relationship which is it's true it's like communication you know what I mean but it's just funny I just think the how to make somebody text you manifestation videos are hilarious it's um my uh and this is honestly something that I'm um, on internally sh shifting wise i'm working on creating this reality where just everyone is at peace within themselves everything's working on everybody's interests including myself like a true like heaven on earth type of reality and yeah. but right now with where i'm at i still still have experiences where i i experience people that share a bunch of toxic related affirmations and mm -hmm. that's that's the one pet peeve that i have within this community and that's why i always said to myself we're gonna we're gonna raise through the roof. We're gonna get this information out there. It's gonna touch the lives of millions of people, and we're gonna come from love because I am sick, goddamn tired of seeing after like, oh, SP is so miserable without me. They can't live like me. Or I seen one on Twitter because I recently joined Twitter, um, and I saw after me information was like. Um, yeah, SP has nightmares every time I'm not around him. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm sitting there thinking to myself in all seriousness that people really need to start working on truly shifting themselves, being mindful, and really learning to come from love when it comes to this stuff. Because Everybody is yourself pushed out. If you're if you're affirming, people aren't aware of it. But if you're affirming that SP is miserable without you, in your mind, you're sitting there thinking because you're on an ego based level. You're thinking, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, so one of the other the important, you know, the bigger coaches and whatnot told me to affirm it. And so surely it must work. Not realizing that a person that suggests that it's coming from ego in their selves, b everybody's yourself pushed out you're sitting there affirming that someone's you're literally putting them into a state of misery yeah and that's bothersome to me it really is like i know we create our realities but that's why i always made a commitment to myself to to just teach from love and teach on a level that goes beyond the ego to the best of my ability because i'm not gonna lie with you it's kind of disgusting
I mean, it's a good it's it's good that we're talking about this because I think that we all forget to like, you know, it's a, it goes back to even like biblical, like love thy neighbor, like treat others the way that you would like to be treated kind of thing. And it's like, what if somebody was sitting there trying to manifest you and they're like, she's fucking broke and miserable without me, you know, I, this terrible. Oh, <laughs> Why would you want the person that you're so-called in love with to feel that way? It's not good. I, and that's not good and it's like um you know i do what i can to help people luckily i've been able to help a lot of people kind of transcend that and really tap into their loving source you know um i remember i was in a group once and the thing that the day that i really made this commitment to myself was, was a couple years back i was in a group on facebook a, a big um group law of assumption wise and one of the um posts in there was talking about how you know, a person was feeling defeated because their person got a third party pregnant. And I saw someone post in that group and they were like, just affirm that the third party has a miscarriage. The, the That comment got a ton of likes and a lot of people that were cheering it on. And I'm sitting in there, I'm like, why, why on earth would any of y'all ever think it's okay to affirm in some shit like that? Yeah. Like, you're affirming that the third party has miscarriage. I'm like, I get it. You don't want them to have a baby, but like, think of how painful that is for someone. Yeah. That is, you know? And when I, when I witnessed that, I was like, okay, nah, nah, this ain't it. This ain't the vibe, fam. This ain't it. So I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to just do what I can to teach love and to teach on a level that transcends the ego and ultimately basically just teaching people to connect with their inner source. Right. Right. I like that a lot because I, yeah, like we said, it's, it's, it's weird. You kind of start getting into that whole, like everything is my reality that I'm creating, but it doesn't mean that I deserve to go on a power trip and like push people out of my way. <laughs> like, like there really isn't um, anything to really push out of the way at the end of the day, because the right. thing is you. Right. That, you know, I that. You know, like it's it's just it's it's a hardcore truth. I think sometimes people have time um uh, a hard time accepting it. But if, in case anybody is wondering on how to get rid of a third party, because I'm sure there's someone that's going to be wondering, well, then how do I get rid of them? Send them off with love and light, literally. And it's so simple. Get yourself into a loving space, into a calm, relaxed, loving space, and imagine that this third party love of their life that obviously is not your specific person you send them off with love and light they're happy with the love of their life. they're out of your sp's life they're out of your life and it happened in a way that benefited everybody and it happened in a beautiful way so now you got rid of this person from your reality you send them off with love and light now it's just you and your person mm. there it is that's a, that's really that, yeah facts because because uh, a lot of times people I'll see affirmations because unfortunately a lot of love assumption teachers do like I said earlier do teach from this state of fear I don't think they're really aware of it um, and I could tell from the usage of affirmations that they're suggesting I can't tell you how many times I've worked with people where they get suggestions and they literally will firm in all oh, the third part kicked rocks. Um, the third party, fuck the third party, the third party 
is a, you know, and they'll label them as like these derogatory terms and whatnot. I, even in one case, one client was telling me that for fun, they were just affirming that the third party got hit by a train. Just and, for fun. Um, for fun. Right. I'm like, you must be mental or something. Oh <laughs> no my God. But, um, yeah. Um, so I've found that there's an easier way. The problem is when you're affirming for away the third party and you're, you're still focusing on them you're still focusing on them. When you imagine lovingly for them, you're automatically coming from your truest form of peace within your self-consciousness, know, the knowing that everybody is you. So when you send them off in that way, that's how you could detach from them without focusing on them at the same time. Mm. But if you're just on an ego-based level, just continuously affirming them away, you're still placing awareness on them. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Oh, this is a good question. I that I, <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> myself up right now. <laughs> no, but I have this question now that I I was thinking about maybe weeks ago, and I can't remember when. It doesn't matter. But I was like, I hope I remember to ask you this. And yay, I'm remembering. Um, <laughs> um, of course. Now I'm forgetting. Oh my god, why does It'll that come. do that? What did what was yep. the last thing that you just said? <laughs> um, I was basically saying that uh, when you're constantly coming from ego, um, you're still focusing on the person. Yes, like th constantly. Thank you. So putting the awareness on something. So this is a. So when you're manifesting something and you're like, you want it so bad. It's like one of those, you know, something big. And it's like every day you're doing your affirmations, you're doing your manifestation. And then it's like, okay, it's becoming neurotic now. And it's like, when do you learn to let go? Like it's already happening. Like this is why I, I love the law of assumption is because like you just have to already know, like, isn't it like once Not is enough? Or like, how do you think Cause, cause I think it would take a certain amount of feeling, right? Like, how do you know when like, okay, you're good. Like relax after you've, you've done your manifestation. <laughs> when I'm no longer focusing on the how time circumstances, when I'm no longer getting triggered by the things that once triggered me slash reacting when I'm no longer really thinking about it as much throughout my day, um, kind of like in that carefree space, like, you know, it's, you know, it's done. Um, similar to how your parents, you know, your parents are in your life, you know, they're there, you know, they're not going anywhere. You don't think about them all the time because you're in such a natural state involving them that it's a constant. And that's how I know when I'm at that level, that's how I know it's done. Sometimes it can happen on the first attempt. Sometimes it can happen on the 10th. Sometimes it can happen on the thousand, on the thousand, yeah, thousand. I can't say the word. It's okay. I understood. <laughs> um, thousand. There we go. Um, but it really depends. I mean, I tell people all the time because in, um, conveniently enough, I've spent a lot of time on Twitter. So I've really been getting my, um, I've really been experienced this on a hardcore level, but everybody's always talking about persistent affirming little do they know that you don't technically need to consciously affirm once it's been impressed. Once you know that you've successfully impressed your mind, you don't need to visualize anymore. You don't need to affirm anymore. You don't need to script anymore. Once it's been impressed, it's done. Yes, you still work on yourself. That's a continuous. You still expand your horizons. That's continuous. You know, you, you still monitor your thoughts. This, is, this isn't 
like a all exclusive pass just be like oh yeah i don't gotta stay on top of any of my thoughts no you keep working on yourself you just excuse me you just don't need to consciously affirm anymore mm-hmm. once it's been impressed that's it that's it it's done it's going to be experienced by you and for anybody else listening i want to make this clear too just because you you refrain from affirming doesn't mean that it's going to delay anything doesn't mean it's going to prevent anything or anything of that nature and i know this for certain um because i can't tell you i used to have a manifestation buddy i don't talk to them as much anymore but i used to have a manifestation buddy where we would we would do these little fun based tests to see how fast we can manifest certain things so i remember one time in particular like yeah let's see how fast we can manifest and i think what it was he was manifesting a large sum of money i was manifesting a video game console Mm, (laughs) and we deliberately picked things that we had resistance to I got myself into a state of deep peace within myself involving the thing, literally in a meditative state. I imagined myself getting it. I affirmed for for a couple of times and I just knew I felt that internal knowing that it was done. And when I was at that level, didn't even really think about it as much anymore. Didn't think about it. In fact, I, for, I had forgotten how long it had been until it popped up. So I got my console within a couple of weeks. Mm. Okay. He's affirming for the large sum of money, vigorously affirming every single day, as much as possible. It takes him three months to get the thing he desires. Mm. And that's why I'm telling people, yeah, now obviously fears, resistance do play a factor, but I'm telling you, you all for a fact that when you, when you impress the mind, you do not, you do not need to go ahead and consciously affirm anymore. And just because mm. you stop doesn't, delayed doesn't mean you're going to slow anything down or put any roadblocks up because once it's been impressed god is already doing what needs to be done so to speak to bring forth your desire in the physical world now if you feel you're gonna feel probably inspired to affirm here and there but it doesn't need to be a conscious effort anymore okay i love that oh i'm so glad i remembered to ask that to you because i'm like i see it all the time where it's like do constant work and for a while there with whatever it was, it was almost becoming like creating anxiety for me as opposed to just being relaxed into it. And then I was starting to recognize, like I had to put myself back into the, the zone where I was like, how all these other times that I've manifested exactly what I wanted, like how much was I thinking about it? You know? And it, and it was always like the most random stuff (laughs) that like, you just kind of were already detached from it was just so easy to get so it was like I was just constantly that was my probably most recent lesson too it's like to just like figure out when to relax and like yes 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 that's the key is to just you don't need to let go in the sense of like forgetting about it just like when they hear the term detachment or letting go you don't need to forget about it but just allow yourself to detach and be willing to let go of the doubts, the fears, the worries involving it, the anxieties and depression, and just let let that go and just trust God. It's literally that simple. Just trust, trust yourself, trust God. Same thing. God is not separate of you. So you learn to trust yourself. It's like, okay, I don't need to nitpick anymore. I don't need to focus on the how or the when. I don't need to get triggered and indulge the triggers. Well, if I get triggered, I don't need to indulge them. I don't need to do any of that because I trust that everything's happening and unfolding in beautiful, miraculous ways. And I trust that the manifestation is done, that it's here, that it's now, that it's mine. 
you know? I love that. And then I want to just kind of end with this one question because I feel like with everything that I personally move up in my maybe level of consciousness or whatever it is to, to achieve, like there will be a new set of triggers that kind of come up that you have to work through, but it almost becomes pretty exciting where it's like, Whoa, I didn't even know I had that limiting belief. You know, (laughs) it's like, I got to work through that. So it's like, I just wanted to know, I guess you kind of uh, affirmed it right now. So that is like a, a thing that happens where it's like any type of new level up or whatever, there's always going to be maybe something that comes up, but it's just like a new form to, to refine your self-concept, right? Yeah. I've, I've definitely experienced that across my life involving many different things. I, I can't recall if it's always happened, but I do know that in most cases it has. Um, whenever I'm leveling up, there's always something that comes up to the surface that I feel like I need to work through. Um, but I've had so many level ups involving certain categories and areas of my life that I just can't pinpoint if it's, it's been a 100% of the time type of thing, or if it's just most of the time, but I would say that's very much accurate to say that, um, when you're leveling up, leveling up, um, it does happen. Like there are some things that come up to the surface that it's like, okay, God's telling you, you better clear this shit out right now. <laughs> and um, and it's like, okay, so let's let's do it. Let's do this inner work. And and you no, know, sometimes it may be a little painful. Sometimes it may be a little um, leave you distraught. But there's always um something behind the fear that is very empowering. You know, fear is very self-imposed. You created it. You can rip it down, destroy it too. Personally, and I say this with confidence, I I don't mind fear. I, I kind of love fear because behind every fear is a version of myself that I want to be, mm-hmm. a more improved version of myself that I want to be. So I utilize that to my advantage. And um, that's just me. Um, at the end of the day, you guys take resonates, leave the rest type of deal. And yeah, that's pretty much it. No, I love that. And this has been such a wonderful conversation about, you know, kind of that's- like the the basics of all that is. And I honestly, the only reason why I'm stopping this whole episode is because I could talk to you for three more hours. And I I sometimes have done that in previous episodes. So I'm like, just trying to give the, the viewers, uh, you know, we'll do a part two later, Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I love it. Come on anytime. Like this is the, you know, the thing I love about doing this too, is that after every episode, it's like everybody who's been on the flip side, everybody kind of like ends up meeting each other via social media and it becomes like a little community. So I'm so honored to have you on. Yeah. Um, but again, where can people find you? Um, and if people want to ask you to be their coach, like what, what's the process and, um, yeah, where, where, where are all of your platforms? What is your name on all of them? So I'm, um, the only thing that isn't all my platforms are I am God LOA, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Um, my emails live from the end at yahoo.com, but I usually have that in all of the bios on like Twitter, YouTube, um, TikTok, and it's live from the end at yahoo.com. But if you guys want to, yeah, if you guys want to reach out to me or anything for coaching, some support, um, it's I am God LOA everywhere. 
And um, as far as the process of the coaching goes, well, we'd sit down and I do have some discounts going on that are ending the end of the month because of holidays. Um, I'm a huge giver when it comes to in particular the month of December. So um, I got some discounts going on, but how the process would work. You know, obviously you reach out to me, you um, share with me what you feel like you're struggling with. And uh, you give me a little background and then we'll see if coaching is a good fit for you. Um, sometimes I even do 10 to 15 minute free constellation calls. Well, I'll sit down with someone. Um, you describe what you're struggling with and you can ask me some questions. I'll give you the rundown on how I do things coaching wise. Cause the coaching, the type of coaching I do is a little bit different than what you're probably used to. For example, I'm not one of those types that just gives you instructions and then sends you off your way type of deal. I do my best to make it as personalized as possible. And um, yeah, so if you guys are interested in that, feel free to give me a holler. Um, yeah, hopefully hopefully that answers that question. No, it did. And and I'm so glad that you're, you know, I was able to have you on here because I found you uh, via TikTok. So just so everybody knows, it's kind of like something that I'll, I'll do is like whoever I'm resonating with, you know, that pops up and your videos were popping up like, not just once. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, okay, I see you algorithm. So I'm so happy that I had you on and all of this information has been amazing. And I feel like not only did you answer a lot of my current questions right now, um, just like learning new things about myself in this process of manifestation, but uh, I think you had a really, really awesome way to to begin in this whole space for people who don't really know as much. So Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that. And I think this is really, really nice. I really would definitely like to do this again at some point. Um, so it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure to do this. And this is, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, this is my first time doing something like this. We love so, it. Yeah, this is like a like a kind of like a little interview, so to speak, you know, so that that was really cool. Um, this has been a pleasurable experience. And um, definitely looking forward to the future involving it. Amazing. And guys, before we started the episode, actually, I was like, I've been telling, I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I've just been rewatching the Sopranos or watching, <laughs> watching the Sopranos. So I was like, I got to call you Joey Gallant. Cause it just sounds yep. like such a good yeah. name. <laughs> like, like this. Hey, yo, Paulie. Wait, <laughs> got some work to do. We got some work to do right now. Are you with me or not? We got some business to handle down on the south side. Come on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, yo, Joey, we got to manifest this stuff real quick, okay? Hey, yo, we got to manifest this stuff, man. What's the problem? What's the issue? How do we get When I come through, things get resolved. <laughs> it's so good. Your name is perfect. Like, if I ever write a monster movie, it's like, Joey, go live. It's going to be in there for sure. But anyway, y'all, thank you guys so 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 much for listening to this latest episode of the flip side podcast where again we talk everything upside down and inside out and joey gallant thank you so much again for being here absolutely it's my pleasure you All guys right. have a beautiful rest of the evening day wherever you're located and god bless god bless y'all bye